I'm Jason Allen, host of Reclamation Worship, the podcast devoted to reclaiming a biblical view of worship for the church. Well, thank you for joining me for this episode of Reclamation Worship. Today, we are looking at J.C. Ryle's Thoughts for Young Men. We are still in general counsels to young men, and uh, this is the fifth council uh, that we will be looking at today. It's that you would determine to make the Bible your guide and advisor. If you've not had an opportunity to hear the other Ryle recordings, maybe this is the first time you've heard one of these, I want to encourage you to visit reclamationworship.com. There you can find previous recordings from J.C. Ryle's Thoughts for Young Men, as well as the other recordings that I have uh, for this podcast. All right, well, let's head on over to the reading. For another thing, Determine as long as you live to make the Bible your guide and advisor. The Bible is God's merciful provision for sinful man's soul, the map by which he must steer his course if he would attain eternal life. All that we need to know in order to make us peaceful, holy, or happy is there richly contained. If a young man would know how to begin life well, let him hear what David says. Wherewithal shall a young man cleanse his way? By taking heed thereto according to thy word. Psalm 119.9 Young men, I charge you to make a habit of reading the Bible, and not to let the habit be broken. Let not the laughter of companions, let not the bad customs of the family you may live in, Let none of these things prevent your doing it. Determine that you will not only have a Bible, but also make time to read it too. Suffer no man to persuade you that it is only a book for Sunday school children and old women. It is the book from which King David got wisdom and understanding. It is the book which young Timothy knew from his childhood. Never be ashamed of reading it. Do not despise the word. Proverbs 13, 13. Read it with prayer for the Spirit's grace to make you understand it. Bishop Beveridge says, Well, a man may as soon read the letter of Scripture without eyes as understand the Spirit of it without grace. Read it reverently as the Word of God, not of man, believing implicitly that what it approves is right and what it condemns is wrong. Be very sure that every doctrine which will not stand the test of Scripture is false. This will keep you from being tossed to and fro and carried about by the dangerous opinions of these latter days. Be very sure that every practice in your life which is contrary to Scripture is sinful and must be given up. This will settle many a question of conscience and cut the knot of many a doubt. Remember how differently two kings of Judah read the Word of God. Jehoiakim read it and at once cut the writing to pieces and burned it on the fire. Jeremiah 36, 23. And why? Because his heart rebelled against it and he was resolved not to obey. Josiah read it and at once rent his clothes and cried mightily to the Lord. 2 Chronicles 34, 19. And why? Because his heart was tender and obedient. He was ready to do anything which Scripture showed him was his duty. Oh, that you may follow the last of these two and not the first. And read it regularly. This is the only way to become mighty in the Scriptures, Acts 18.24. 
A hasty glance at the Bible now and then does little good. At that rate, you will never become familiar with its treasures or feel the sword of the Spirit fitted to your hand in the hour of conflict. But get your mind stored with Scripture by diligent reading, and you will soon discover its value and power. Text will rise up in your hearts in the moment of temptation. Commands will suggest themselves in seasons of doubt. Promises will come across your thoughts in the time of discouragement. And thus you will experience the truth of David's words. Thy word have I hid in mine heart, that I might not sin against thee. Psalm 119.11 And of Solomon's words, When thou goest, it shall lead thee. When thou sleepest, it shall keep thee. And when thou awakest, it shall talk with thee. Proverbs 6.22 I dwell on these things more because this is an age of reading. Of making many books, there seems no end, though few of them are really profitable. There seems a rage for cheap printing and publishing. Newspapers of every sort abound, and the tone of some, which have the widest circulation, tells badly for the taste of the age. Amidst the flood of dangerous reading, I plead for my master's book. I call upon you not to forget the book of the soul. Let not newspapers, novels, and romances be read while the prophets and apostles lie despised. Let not the exciting and licentious swallow up your attention while the edifying and the sanctifying can find no place in your mind. Young men, give the Bible the honor due to it every day you live. Whatever you read, read that first. And beware of bad books. There are plenty in this day. Take heed what you read. I suspect there is more harm done to souls in this way than most people have an idea is possible. Value all books in proportion as they are agreeable to Scripture. Those that are nearest to it are the best, and those that are farthest from it and most contrary to it, the worst. Well, this concludes the reading from J.C. Ryle's Thoughts for Young Men. I'm so thankful that you would take the time to listen to these readings, and I trust that they will be helpful uh, to you in the discipleship of your sons and daughters. And so uh, please take the time to not only listen, but to share what you're learning with your children. And uh, please let me know if uh, you have used this in any particular way with your kids. I would love to hear uh, how it's being used in your home. I would love to hear how you are incorporating this into your family worship. So please share that with me by contacting me through reclamationworship.com, or you can reach me on Twitter at ReclamationHQ. I'm on Instagram at ReclamationWorship and Facebook at ReclamationWorship. Until next time, Soli Deo Gloria.